What's up, everybody? How's it going? Welcome to the Becoming a Beast Book Club. Starting here on day 14, we are just starting chapter 4. So go ahead and turn to chapter 4. Looks like it's going to be page 46 or 47 here in my book. There's an unnumbered blank page. So it's going to be page 46. Or no, 47. My apologies. Page 47. As you can see, I'm not very good at this, but that's all right. Three pages a day, and we're going to keep the old you away. So, here we go. Chapter 4. Master the Mundane. An apple a day keeps the doctor away. Benjamin Franklin attributed in Poor Richard's Almanac. I arrived at Phoenix. I arrived at the Phoenix airport at about 6.30 in the morning, having ample time before my plane left. I strolled around, looking to see if there was anywhere I could get my shoe shined. The place was particularly empty at the time of the morning, but before long, I succeeded in finding a shoeshine stand. A woman in her mid to late forties sat alone in one of the customer's chair, absorbed in a paperback. As I approached the stand, she looked up, smiled, and greeted me warmly, asking if I was looking for a shine. I told her I was. She got up from her seat and set her book down first carefully folding over the corner of the page that she'd been reading, then took up the tools of her trade and cheerfully ushered me into the chair. As she went to work on my shoes, we started talking. She'd been shining shoes in this same spot, day in, day out, for five years now, she said. Back when she started, her teenage daughter was was in junior high. Now she was an accomplished high school cheerleader. The woman told me proudly, in fact, she just won high school cheerleading contests and was hoping to go to cheerleading camp in Dallas that summer. Don't know how in the world I'm going to find the money to buy her the uniform and plane ticket, she confided quietly, let alone the camp tuition. Her stand was located right next to the service door from which a stream of maintenance men and janders began to come and go. No doubt, trading night shift for day, every one of them stopped in passing to exchange greetings and a bit of personal news with the shoeshine woman, who knew each one by name. It was clear they were all friends. In a few minutes, I sat with her, and I learned a good deal about the shoeshine woman and her life. She loved her family and liked people in general. She made friends easily and was outgoing and articulate. A newborn a natural-born communicator. She was a hard worker, too. It was clear that she enjoyed her work. As I sat there getting an excellent shine on my shoe, enjoying the woman's sparkling conversation, I couldn't help but thinking, what if? I noticed the title of the paperback. It was a popular romance novel, the kind of book people carry to pass the time and survive the stretches of occupational boredom by living vicariously and someone else's fictional life. There was a small stack of them sitting dog-eared by the wall next to her stand. She obviously had a great appetite for reading. What if, rather than sinking into the pages of forgettable novels during the 15 to 20 minute gaps tucked between customers, she had spent those last five years reading books that were genuinely life-changing? What if she read stacks of books including Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich, Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of highly effective people, or Martin Seligman's authentic happiness. 
What would her life be like today if five years earlier she had changed just one simple thing? Would she still be shining shoes for tips or manage her own chain of shoe shine stands? Please understand, I'm not making a value judgment on modest incomes or simple occupations. I know people who have worked the humblest of jobs and whose lives are rich in relationships and joy. I know extremely wealthy people who have had extreme who were also extremely unhappy. And I'm not criticizing popular novels either, but it was clear to me that this woman loved her little girl more than anything else in the world, and that it pained her not to be able to give her all those things she wanted and deserved. And it was equally clear that she had all the talent, personality, and life skill it would have taken to accomplish that and so much more, but something was missing. Could that something be as simple as 10 pages a day? Could something so minor, so seemingly unsubstantial cost someone's life over time to take an entirely different trajectory. Yes, it absolutely could do that. I knew this to be true. I knew this because I'd seen the difference those 10 pages a day could make in my own life and in the lives of so many others. Yet, the world was chock full of people who exactly like this delightful shoeshine woman. People with their private hopes and dreams and all the marvelous personalities and attributes and ironborn abilities they needed to realize those dreams, yet whose pathways forward failed to take them where they were hoping to go. People already had so much going for them. As my friend continued shining my shoes, I pictured her on the plane to Texas surrounded by giggling, excited, happy teenagers on their way to cheerleading camp, a journey I was pretty sure would not be happening in this woman's reality. Feeling welled up in me, Feelings welled up in me, a mix of frustration and sadness, and for a moment I felt powerfully moved by mental image of what might be. That day on the plane, I started writing this book.